here, and then we'll do introductions. Good evening and welcome to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live high above the keep in the hot air balloon. Tonight, we got some very special guests. We have Bob and we have Mean Machine and we have Nindorf. How are you guys doing? Nindorf, I haven't chatted with you in a while. What's going on? Uh, you know, nothing too exciting. I'm hoping to get some excitement rolling here yet tonight, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, and we have so two very special guests to the stream. Bob and Mean Machine, you guys have just recently found out that you are uh, the very fortunate recipients of Crystal Veil Gen Zero. So first off, congratulations, guys. Uh, really excited in, in the Discord the other day when we found out that, you know, we had uh, three different team members who got Gen Zeros. Uh, that was, that was uh, pretty cool. It felt like a little bit of a hype train that we had going on. Uh, Bob, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and you know maybe give us uh, some information on how long have you been in the DFK space? Hey man, thanks. Um, yeah, yesterday was crazy. I wasn't even gonna check to be honest because I didn't really hold out much hope. Um, I've been in. I wasn't super early. I was in basically at the very end of the wishing well era. So right before Quest went live, I I started off buying a couple of uh. 10 out of 10s, never had a Gen 0, but I kind of slowly built up my heroes because I like that a little more than uh, just staying in the gardens, uh, mostly to my detriment, but uh, <laughs> I guess recently it worked out because <laughs> uh, I really got into the uh, Perilous Journey thing. I always really liked summoning, so I so I ended up with this stable of like 30 kind of ragtag heroes, mostly commons, uh, you know, mostly basic classes, but I sent uh, I sent 21 of them to the Perilous Journey and 10 came back, and I had like 80-something tickets, and I just binked yesterday, which I realized right before I was about to go out to my evening shift for DoorDash, uh, I checked the thing and realized I'd won a Gen Zero, and uh, I was pretty excited. So suffice to say, it's Amazing. a pretty big deal for me. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> love the story. I think that's, you know, I, I think that's what they were really trying to go for with how they've structured uh, the giveaways with the with the gens well i shouldn't say giveaways but uh it's more like the the play to earn with the with the gen zero so i mean that's it's uh it's really neat that oh, yeah, you, know, you, you didn't I have to be a whale you didn't have to get in first um and you're still able to you know play the game and and i think that just goes to show um for some of you newcomers out there we're still early in the whole development of the game um and hopefully this story is like encouraging. I think there's going to be a ton of opportunities similar to this. You know, keep playing the game and go for those raffle tickets and you can strike gold. And, and uh, so congrats on that. Awesome. All right, Mean Machine, um, introduce yourself and uh, tell us uh, about your, your journey into DFK. How's it going, everyone? I'm Mean Machine. Uh, Bob's story was awesome. Uh, I got in around the same time as he did. So right when the wishing well was stopping off. I feel like I was about four days late because I was about four days into heroes. So I remember the first hero I bought was a, uh, a common Gen 1 Forager with like half its summons left. And I paid like 240 jewels for that. And I thought <laughs> I was going to bargain. <laughs> so yeah. I have definitely learned the game uh, through some trial and error. But I did the same thing. I got a little into summoning. I My big summoning hits were when right before gardening was coming out. 
people were getting into mining and I was trying to zig while other people zagged. And so I got really into gardening and I got, I actually summoned my first sage. That was like my, my DFK nice. moment of triumph. And then uh, as the perilous journey went along, I sort of did the same thing. I saw everyone was like, no, the perilous journey. I'm, you know, not really feeling it. I'm not going to send my heroes. So I was like, this is it. I've got a full send. So I actually, uh, I sent, 90% of my heroes, I think I set like 80, 81 total. So I sent all the heroes that I had. And then I, this was around the same time people were talking about like grabbing the Gen 1 10 of 10s and doing those summons. So I grabbed five pairs of those, summoned them down to five, and I sold off all of my commons to buy more rares nice. and like uncommon <laughs> advance to try and game to get one of these Gen Zeros. So I was super Damn. hyped on that now that that paid off and I got one. From yeah. the raffle, did you get any great survivors with the with the boost from the perilous journey as well? I did. So, well, <laughs> so I'd say of my top ten heroes, I think eight of them died on the journey. It was yeah. it was it was rough. So I had I sent three elites that didn't make it. I sent four legendaries, five legendaries, and I got two of them back. Ouch. So that, that was pretty rough. But I got a legendary dark knight and a mythic warrior that I sent, like, I summoned them during that whole summoning spree, and I got them back, and a, a rare summoner. So that's my stack now. Nice. All right, nice. So let's do a quick roundtable. Um, you know, we, we just we were chatting uh, a moment before we, we jumped on live here with the stream, and it's been a bit of a, a hectic week, uh, you know, in the crypto space, and DFK uh, got a little... A little rattled by some of the news that came out this weekend, but uh, I think here we are on on the other side. I hope for the better. Uh, maybe without getting into kind of the the stuff on Fox and that that saga, um, more of the uh, let's. I want to ask kind of each of you guys because um, I, I think right now is actually a really exciting time, and we, we might all be coming up with our own unique strategies on. What are we going to do when the price of Jewel, it's, it's kind of like, you know, maybe we can buy the dip um, situation. So maybe let's start with you, Bob. You know, what's your strategy right now? Are you uh, holding? Are you buying? Or what, what's going on? Selling? That could be it too. No, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was a little shook on uh, on Saturday when I woke up and read, uh, you know, the announcement. Um, that was not what I wanted to hear. And that was a rough day, to be honest. So it's completely... Uh, 180 basically since then i've really i've really been impressed with what they've done and how they've kind of you know controlled the narrative and uh addressed what they needed to address and just move forward that's really all i wanted them to do um so i'm pretty happy with that and i did um uh i did i sold a lot of my liquid um holdings i liquidated my gardens and sold my jewel uh, basically, I woke up early that morning and read that and uh, kind of panicked, to be honest. And I said I, I was going to give it 24 hours and reevaluate. And then the next day, I ended up buying uh, all that back plus more. So essentially, I bought the dip. And, and I ended up buying a locked jewel instead of liquid jewel this time around. So I'm actually in it for an even longer term. So now I'm mining locked jewel because I never had enough in the gardens to to lock my own jewel. So I took this opportunity, 
I don't know. On the OTC markets, we're not supposed to talk about. I guess I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> I think we'll get into I that. I think Nydorf and I both did that here recently too. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, so I actually bought the dip in that way. Um, I got rid of all my liquid stuff and kind of used the opportunity to buy for under a dollar, basically enough lock jewel to, uh, you know, if we turn this franchise around, it's going to be a good year. That's basically where I'm at. Um, I didn't really do too much with heroes, to be honest. Um, okay. I kind of just was, I realized I was a little illiquid and caught a little flat footed with that. So I didn't feel like I could do too much with those because uh, price has gone down so much. I didn't really want to either. So I, I moved my liquid jewel and uh, moved into lock jewel. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way things have progressed. Obviously that was, you know, before I realized I wanted Gen Zero, so now I'm gonna do a lot more with heroes. Nice, but yeah. That's kind of unexpected. As I was uh, saying a little bit on the last stream, I I woke up Saturday morning. I it was like the because I have four Gen ones at home. It was one of the rare occasions that I actually slept in because um, we had uh, the wife and I had gone to a concert on Thursday night. We drove all the way back on Friday morning in the wee hours of the morning. I. I did the uh, the kids on Friday morning, so uh, Saturday was my turn to, to sleep in, and I, I woke up to Nindorf texting me like, uh, hey, I'm, I'm moving around funds, and then like a text where he's like, I'm moving funds out of Crystal Vale right now because that's DFK owned, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I oh, jumped yeah. on Discord, and I was Yikes. like, oh my god, things have just totally blown up, and it was absolutely weird, so... Yeah, Saturday morning was that was a strange experience. So yeah, Nindorf, why don't you uh, give the uh, the give give the listeners what are you going after? I, I know you got a locked bag as well. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. That was my immediate reaction when I started seeing the chaos again early in the morning hours. Right, um, I was like, you know what? I trust Harmony. It's 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 a little bigger than the game, and I was like, I got to read through all this just to make sure I know what's happening. Um, so the first thing I had is I had I had a pile of US USDC coin and crystal van. I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and bridge that to harmony just for safekeeping. Um and actually honestly to stage it too, because once this thing started dipping, I'm in this game for the long haul. So I was like, I wanted it I felt like there was better liquidity in Serendale. So I, I kinda wanted that US dollar coin there anyway. So I kinda took that opportunity to just kind of, you know, move that over. Um yeah, no doubt. We, you and I, we both, we've both added to our lock jewel bag. I bought jewel itself as well. Um, yeah, I seem to be accumulating more heroes now today for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's full speed ahead for me. Uh, buying jewel, lock jewel heroes, and I also did manage to take some out back to Binance just to you know, right the ship a little bit with my original investments. So I think everything's clicking forward well here. All right, Mean Machine, uh, how was your weekend? Well, it was, like, like all of you, all Saturday morning was rough. So I actually had bought a Gen Zero, my, the first Gen Zero I'd ever bought, Friday night. And so waking up to all the drama going on Saturday morning was just, like, the worst possible way oh, that could have gone. rough. <laughs> but, uh... You know, I'm in it for the long haul, and that's sort of why I decided to buy a Gen Zero on Friday night in the first place. Because I was, I was just, I've been casually keeping an eye on them, 
and I saw one that was really cheap and with a DR1 matching, I just pounced on it. And so that was nice. my strategy for the weekend as well, was to try and find a buddy uh, summoning partner for that. So it's a thief. So I was looking at archers and I was using uh, DFK Ventures alerts to try and notify me. And I was out doing shopping and somebody listed a Gen Zero for like an archer that had two uh, matching abilities for mine at 3,250 Jewel. And this was when Jewel was trading at like under a dollar five. So that right. was like a steal. And so like I ran home, I sat down on my computer, and between the time I bought the Jewel, it sold. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I was, that was a disappointment. But yeah, I'm just, uh, so I, I've been mostly out of my liquid positions for a while now. Uh, with the whole, when Crystal Veil hit, and this is, you know, I've been doing crypto now for like four years and i actually blew up i had i hit real you know all-time highs in may and that was a that was a rough drawdown so i was like this time the next time i feel really happy about my portfolio i'm taking a lot of profit right away so that's what i did in crystal veil so i've been cautious on the liquid stuff but i think um heroes are the best long-term play to play the game and i think regardless of what market you're going to be in whether it's bull or bear i still think playing dfk is going to be the best way to go i agree with I like that. that and i i think that i i also agree that there's going to be some value long term in in heroes and i would kind of clarify the right heroes i think uh you know the, the game has to if it's going to succeed and you believe in the team which which i do and i know you do as well nine dwarf um and and much of our community as well but you know you really you have to think about that combat is is the way for for that to go and so uh that's what i've been kind of focusing my energy on is trying to think about what heroes can i buy right now in the dip or how do i prepare myself uh, something that that i've been thinking about is how can you maximize the the opportunity to add stats uh to heroes and so i've been setting my alerts on uh cheap advanced gen 2 heroes so I'm going after common ad advanced heroes and uh, trying to to pick the stats appropriately to figure out that, you know, if you summon two heroes together, you get them level five and you focus the same stat on either side of the hero, you know, you'll get plus, you know, potentially plus two to one stat. And if you summon with a stone, then you get another plus four to that stat. And then if you get the green boost on that and you know really strike gold you could get plus eight on you know your your role and you know you have a really good opportunity to either return if you're summoning two advanced together either returning another advance or you know maybe striking that transcendent uh, so i i've been really trying to play the uh the, the hero game as well and um uh, definitely uh putting in a lot of liquid <laughs> what was liquid um assets into back into the game and so whether it's uh the lock jewel bag I, I bought a little bit of that um and then i've i've been buying some heroes as well all right well uh let's talk about you know mean machine you mentioned buying some gen zeros and one of them had uh you know the the dr1 pair but are you did i understand correctly that you uh, so you didn't get the second one um, did not. I assume that you are not going to re-roll. I'd like to talk about re-rolling a little bit here. Did you guys have a chance to to listen into the podcast by Hubert Dindorf? Maybe you go first. 
I didn't catch it. I, I caught the synopsis, I guess, after the fact. Um, some very interesting things, though, you know, like the, the, the rewards, the XP, you know, the, the Chaos Stone. I, I think there's some pretty juicy stuff in there, so I'd be curious to see your guys' take on this. Yeah, Bob, why don't you give us uh, – did you have a chance to, to check that out? And I'll share with you guys uh, my screen right now. Um so you can see, I, I try to have a image up here, um, trying to share this on YouTube as well, um, of what I I was looking at with which is just a you know a, a gene re-rolling reward. So maybe Bob, why don't you go you go first? What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, um, I don't have any Gen Zeros, but I did watch it live because I'm a pretty. Uh, avid content consumer when it comes to dfk especially today uh but yeah i did uh pay pretty close attention to it it seems like unless you have a really good reason not to i would i would be very keen to re-roll most anything um you know if you if you have the matching uh you know i guess i i call them pure heroes the matching r1 d1 right um or d1 r1 class um but whatever you want to call them i mean obviously that's a big deal getting up from uh 15% 15% up to 23% if you get two of them to that's kind of the dream. Um, but you know, short of that, or you probably don't want to reroll any miners still. Cause I think miners are going to pump um, even more. So when we get to crystal Vale, pretty obviously people are going to need twice as many miners. So I wouldn't reroll any of those and probably not any um, recessive miners. If, if they're a good class for it, like warrior or uh knight or whatever, I wouldn't reroll probably those either. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the rewards seem great. They're much more than I thought. Um, you know, somebody, I was talking to somebody about it and they said that they, they better do some big rewards to get people to switch their genes. And my, my opinion before they released the rewards was uh, a lot of people would pay to reroll their guys. You know, if your guy isn't great, I mean, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, yeah, um, that, so that getting 10 or 12% percent of chance them, at getting the, the pure, yeah. like you said. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Even a lot of people raiders attunements. Like, did you see that? I missed yeah. that the first go around. Those provide absolutely ginormous bonuses. So keep that. I I just saw that now for the first time, and you know I've, I've been working on coding. I don't know if you guys have seen on the site now. You can kind of see your stats, and it'll highlight which ones have bonuses. I actually haven't coded greater yet because I didn't think we'd get there for a long time. But now I'm like, man, I got some, I got some work ahead of me. Catch <laughs> here up. we are. Yeah, I, and you know, I wouldn't underplay the the resetting the summons to zero either. Um, you know, we got out of the, the hero summoning business because it just wasn't as as lucrative as it once was, Nine Dwarf. But hero summoning to zero also resets the cost. I think that goes down to six jewel. Per hero for yep, the summoning cost. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time since uh, that that number was there. So, I mean, you almost make another, you know, four hundred ish jewel just ba- per hero based on you know just reducing your your summoning cost. Um, so that that kind of if you're in the market for a hero, almost like it's a, a future discount on that as well. So, uh, mean machine, I, I assume you're not going to. Are you thinking about buying another one now, or are you going to hold off? I'm going to hold off. I didn't quite get any that I was 
particularly interested in, in dropping that amount of cash on. But the re-roll, the, like, the more I look at this, the more tempting it looks. Like, I'm not going to do the re-roll or everything, because the whole reason I bought mine was the DR1 matching, and I can't get any better than that. But, I mean, that XP bonus, too. Like, if you have one of your Gen Zeros you've been stamp potting, like, that's a lot of XP that almost helps a you. Level. It, almost a level. Or it is a level, I think, up until level 9, I want to say. Yeah, and like that's what I've been thinking about, like looking long term, is trying to get heroes ready for land tournaments. And if you're one of those people who's been doing that for your Gen Zero, like that's that's pretty substantial, and the stat bonuses too. So I would be really tempted if I didn't have the DR one matching, and I am going to do the visual reroll to do that. I've thought like there's no harm in doing that; doesn't change how uh, any traits that I'm going to summon. But I right. think it would be cool to try that out. That's a good middle-of-the-road kind of approach there. I like that. Yeah, see, there's this archer here, archer priest. Purple dexterity, that's impressive to me, uh, that I'm looking at, uh, you know, at the at the floor of Gen Zeros right now. And, I mean, this one, like, that, that priest secondary class, like, that's not that great. I mean, I feel like that's a great opportunity right there, especially with that purple dex. Like, see what kills me, and I looked at this actually because that has—I think it has two matching skill, uh, uh, passive and actives oh, for nice. mine. But it's the gardening, and I just—I know eventually profession won't matter, but until it does, I—I don't want to—I don't want to be someone with a gardener because I, you know, I want to. My thought process with the Gen Zero is I want to keep the really rare summons that I get because that's like feels that's like i can't make myself go out and drop a ton of cash on mythics when we don't know what abilities are or any of that but i'm perfectly fine keeping it when i summon them it's maybe a little illogical but it's how i think about it but i just can't do the gardeners anymore like the the one at a time it's just too much yeah yeah it's... that's a good point and they they did mention at one point that i thought they were going to allow you to uh do groups of gardening and we just you know we haven't really seen that come out yet but no we haven't uh, i hear you gardening is is it is a it is more of a painful one no doubt it's slow tedious <laughs> yeah it's uh it's you know as you guys know we call them steve the gardeners because or steve the pirate gardeners because they're they're no good yep i was thinking about you guys i had a couple of pj survivors come back and so i bought pirate gardeners because they were like the cheapest rare ones and of course, they all survived. Of course, they did. You know, of course, they're, they survived. They're resilient little suckers. That's for sure. Oh, that's fine. They're like cockroaches. You know, they just—they don't go down. I mean, the Kraken. That hero, I would, I would be putting that archer on the uh, training quest, right? With the purple decks. I mean, you could just never garden with it with that one. I mean, because it's got to be good at dexterity with purple. That's with, true. With I was thinking about yeah. like it. Heroes that get summoned, though, right now you got to grind yeah. them for profession yeah. until they're at least level f- five, six. Yeah, personally, yeah. I don't do training quests unless I have a, a stat that's over thirty. Even my guys that are over thirty, still, I sometimes come back with one or none out of five, and it's like, oh, it's like you're killing me here. I make an exception for my gardeners. Do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they missed all five, they still get like sixty or, or seventy five, I think. So that's like not you that much. saved an I mean, hour bad, off but... your day by being able to send them on a training. Definitely quest a quality instead. of life, and you can send a bunch at the same time. Right. right. 
all my gardeners are of the magical uh, persuasion, so I just send them all on wisdom quests. I'm a big fan of the training quests, but I'm biased because most of my heroes are PJ survivors, and that's a huge help with the training quests. Since I get most of them that are, I've had for a while now are seven or eight, and with the PJ bonus, that's around 30. And I've been seeing, I feel like I'm getting more XP. I haven't sat down and mapped it out yet, but I feel like it's worth it to run them. I think it absolutely gets more XP. I, I know I, for the longest time, I was con- fairly consistent in the mid thirties of sh- of the runes, and I'm I'm struggling to stay above ten runes now. So, you know, and I'm still probably doing about a third of my heroes in the professions. Um, well, no, I I should say about half in professions and half in the training quests. So, it I, I feel like it has to be doing more XP because it, it, it yep. should be taking longer as my heroes level up. Uh, but it seems like it's taking about the same amount of time now. So I hear you there. See, that's that's funny, Nindorf. I've been doing just fine on the runes. Now, I don't pull in the eggs like you do, but <laughs> I'm sitting on 33 runes. So get, pulling in Shavas runes has not been uh, been a problem for me. Has anyone... Uh, where are you guys at on the uh, the scrolls? Are you close to finishing the set? I got five of the same one and one of three others. <laughs> oh, no. Now, Nindorf, you keep me off to, to selling your scroll on the, the taboo secondary market, right? And that, yes, that worked I did. out for you? Not financial advice here for our listeners? <laughs> yeah, so I, was, I sold one on there. I think I have another one listed. Um, and with the one I have listed, I do have one to nine. I, I have a full set now. And I've only had to sell two. So I got really lucky that I had only two overlapping. I shouldn't say that, though. That's not true. I had four overlapping, and happened to have the yings to my yangs, and we did two two swaps. I had forgotten right. about that. I'm still missing two. I got, uh, I'm missing one and eight. So I'm thinking about going out to buy those on, on the secondary market. But, yeah, I actually ended up selling uh, a couple of my extras as well for, like, 24 and 20 jewel. Like, that seemed like... Wow. You know, might as well have that there. How about you, Mean Machine? Yeah. Where are you at? I've been sitting on uh I've been sitting on all mine so far. So I, I've been accumulating I have one through seven. I'm missing eight and nine, but I think over the past week I picked up duplicates in just about all the ones I have. But since this runs for three months, I'm thinking I'll just wait and see if I can quest the other two before I go out and buy them. But I think once the functionality comes in game, I'm gonna be offloading the duplicates. Yeah. And I would so say, if you are going to sell them, well, I mean, this is the, the risky play. If you trust going to a, a secondary source to, or third-party source to sell them, I'd sell now. Because I think, you know, in three months' time, I think a lot of people are going to be close to a complete set. Um, and the value might actually come down on a purgeable basis. Which yeah, would be yeah, the right time fair. to buy, but maybe not the right time to sell. That's fair. I gotta, I gotta figure out some like other wallet or something, some way to do that. Because there's no way I'm connecting my main game wallet to to a third party site. Oh, dude, yeah. I just, I'm just risking it, man. I, <laughs> not financial advice. I, I'm connected to so many places, and it's probably ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but here, here's my, uh, here's my wild speculation for the night. I don't know that one full set's all you're gonna need necessarily. That might be an entry. For one squad of heroes, uh, think about that one. It didn't. It didn't say that it was for you as your profile, as your hero, your they, profile. They it did, might be your ticket. 
They did kind of hesitate squad. on the last AMA when that question was asked. So, uh huh. I I, I think I could see that too. Good wild speculation yep. as always. If if we're gonna wildly speculate, I was thinking, and this would be cool. And I have no. no I got a yeah, new. The scroll. team has given me no hint of this, but like, because they mentioned they didn't want it to be. If I remember correctly, they didn't want it to be a gatekeeping during some quests, but like some quest where you get to the end and if you have this full set like you burn the scroll to get extra loot or something i think that Uh, would be really interesting or like a unique loot from finishing some quest line that you couldn't get if you didn't have the scroll yeah like the key to unlock something i like that yeah i like that too but yeah it'd probably be beneficial to have multiple sets though I would think they're going to have, you know, an NPC or something, maybe in town, they might have an NPC in town where you just, you give them a set and then they give you like a regular token, like, like where we're used to having with a ERC uh, 721, because these are a different one, right? Um, so yep. then you could do whatever you wanted to with that, sell it at the vendor or use it for a quest or something. But I assume they're just going to like burn those, those pages to make like a tome or something. And then you can either use that for a quest or sell it. But I assume you can, if you have multiple sets, you can do it as many times as you got sets, probably. That's my, did, that's my wild speculation. I like that. I did hear somewhere, I don't remember if it was on the DFK dev discord or where, but um, I believe that there is, they are going to be tradable in game in the future. I don't know if that's going to be soon uh, or if, you know, if that's absolutely true or not, but I had heard that. So I think, I think what the what you can you know read between the lines on that is that you know these this token style which you know as you alluded to is is slightly different than say the jewel token um, there will be more of these in the future and I think they are going to be how they govern their quest lines so you know be prepared that this is kind of a trial run for the team. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to come out as part of the the pets launch because I think they said they wanted to have pets tradable in game. And it would make a lot of sense for that to come out as part of the auction house, and the auction house to also have this thing, these other types of tokens tradable in them too. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I think that's exactly it. And do we? I don't know that we even know what type of token pets are going to be yet. Technically, like I don't know if we know that they're upgradable. They might just be a static. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Again, more speculation, right? We there's a lot of things that are still kind of up in the air. Yes, there are. Well, um, we're kind of hitting on about thirty minutes into the podcast, and unfortunately, we have not seen an update drop. No. So, I think I'm probably gonna have us call it quits here for the night, in case all of a sudden, you know, five minutes from now they they release, but. I would say, um, you know, listeners out there, go ahead and check out the Discord and, you know, Bob and Mean Machine. I can't blame you guys for for wanting to to open those crystals right away. So if you don't mind, uh, you know, sharing some images of of what you find out. I know Nindorf, uh, we had been reaching out to Mr. Zipper. As soon as humanly possible, we are going to be updating uh, the way that we, we pull information so we can track down the recessives on uh those those new heroes as as they get revealed so i know that's a a major priority for us so um stay tuned on that and uh, pay attention to discord and that's where we'll be sharing any information so um any closing thoughts uh nindorf let's start with you first 
Uh, yeah, I, th I think this is, you know, I really like this, this place that we're at now, you know, coming off that kind of rough weekend, you know, we'll get to this point here where we've got a new feature. We've got new Gen Zeros launching. It's a very sort of a paramount thing for the game. You know, that, that baseline genetic code, if you will, for our, the heroes, plus this reroll capability that's kind of getting people thinking again. And, and actually, I think it's pumping Gen Zero prices a bit. So I, I guess my closing point is just that, you know, it's a healthy, you know, it's a healthy market here where the game is doing its thing. They're, they're releasing new content. I mean, all, all signs are positive in my opinion. And let's just, you know, let's go. Let's just, let's keep this going. I agree. All right. Mean machine. How you feeling? I'm still feeling hype. I can't wait to see these gen zeros. You know, I'm looking forward to the team sort of getting a steady pace of new content out. I think everyone will appreciate that. And I'm hoping things can just calm down and so they can sort of put their heads down and, and get the ship right. But, you know, the, te the team's strength overall has been one of the reasons that, like, got me so into the project. And I don't – nothing that I've seen so far has changed that opinion. I hear you there. All right, Bob, what do you have? Uh, take us home. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. I guess I'll probably wake up early tomorrow like a kid <laughs> on Christmas. Um, I've yet to summon a, uh, a mythic, so tomorrow will be a good time. All right, there you go. Go. All right. Well, well good uh, luck to you. I, I hope you get that on your first roll here. Yeah, and I, I look forward to you guys sharing some screenshots on yeah, uh, uh, Berserker or a Seer out there and, uh, you know, just kind of checking out those cards. I'm really excited about that. All right. Well, for uh, for the guys here, uh, thank you for, for tuning in tonight. Sorry uh, we couldn't do a, a Crystal Vale Gen Zero reveal. Uh, that's certainly what we what we wanted to do, but go ahead and check out the Discord site. Uh, this is uh, Raf. Go ahead, and uh, I'm going to sign off. So uh, take care and have a good night.